Welcome to Reflections, the podcast that biblically encourages, equips, and empowers women for apostolic life and service. Here's your host, Dr. Cindy Miller. Welcome everyone to Let's Talk. Our episode today continues the topic of redefining beautiful that we shared with you earlier. It's a research study that we've been doing, I've been working on with several others, and it's a topic that hits home with all ages, whatever stage of life that you're in. And I want you to remember that not only do we have the podcast discussing this, but it is also in the Let's Talk featured article in Reflections Magazine. We have some helpful resources and additional discussion questions in the notes section. So after this episode, make sure you go to the notes section, check out all the resources available to you. My name's Cindy Miller, and I am your host for Let's Talk, and it is a podcast produced by Reflections Magazine. And with me today is Dewana Sargent and her daughter, uh, who's a businesswoman entrepreneur, Ashton Qual. I got it right. Okay. So just... Really quick, a brief introduction because they're famous, and I'm sure you all know oh. them anyway, but Sister Joanna Sargent lives in St. Louis, Missouri with her husband, Darren, who is director over um, Ministry Central for the right, UPCI. Right. She travels with them. They teach marriage retreats all over the United States. They have three children, two bonus children, Carson and Emily Sargent Hunter and Ashton Qual and Avery Sargent. And Ashton lives in St. Louis, Missouri with her husband, Hunter. She is the founder, creator, co-owner of Ashen Stone Skincare. And we're so happy to share this. Her and her husband are expecting their first child in April of 2024. Yay! Congratulations Thank to you, you and Thank Hunter. You. And congratulations yes, to Darren so as well, because it is really a great time. So just as a reminder, there was this introduction that we did. You probably have heard it already, but just for those who haven't, in February of 2023, uh, God had just really placed it on my heart to start a study that I had been thinking about for some time. And it was really looking at the impact of the North American culture, um, the view of beauty on women who are apostolic who say, I am a daughter of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, so you can go back to that to get more information on how that study went. But kind of what we're going to talk about here in this room today is the idea that the world despises holiness. And somehow um, the word or that external commitment to holiness has been translated and not just by others, but even sometimes in yeah. our own mind, instead of saying holiness, we start thinking about, oh, I feel so homely, you know, yeah. homeliness, <laughs> like, oh, I'm in this room full of professional women and they look so put together and they're just, everything's right. just so right. right. And, and here comes this apostolic, you know? <laughs> and, and so in my conversations with apostolic women, they really begin to open up and share. I feel so intimidated. I, you know, when I'm uh, in professional settings or at public events, you know, because of my holiness, which I believe my holiness in dress and appearance, and we are, we are really talking about both the internal and the external. Right. But if you say define beautiful for me, a lot of times people start talking about uh, a smile, you know, the, the size of the dress or the yeah. number on the scale. So, Dewana, you travel. You're yeah. gone almost every weekend. You're at different churches. Right. You're talking to apostolic women all the time. 
Have you heard women talking about beautiful, being beautiful, what it means to be beautiful or aging or like what's, what are these conversations you're having with women? Well, I think at my age, a lot of the conversations that I'm having are like, I don't, I feel like I'm growing old and what do I do with this gray hair and what do I do with the number on the scale? And it is that inferiority that we feel. I want to say that apostolic women traveling every weekend, we see some beautiful, beautiful apostolic women are beautiful and we don't give ourselves that credit. But I think sometimes it's the, what do I do with this? And I want to go back to your point and, and reiterate that in non-church settings, yes, I have felt that intimidation. Like I don't fit in or, or I don't look right. Or, um, it is so much easier to fit in to an apostolic place Mm -hmm. because you have my, my core values. I know that when I walk in, you're going to be wearing a skirt and you're not going to have makeup on and, and I'm going to, I'm going to relate to you, but when I'm in a setting where it's a worldly setting, I can allow myself to feel frumpy and homely. And I think that plays into the lies that we tell ourselves because I'm, I'm judging myself by standard that God isn't wanting me to be judged by. And I can judge myself. Well, the magazine says I should be this and I should be skinny and I, I, I don't dress well enough and my clothes came from the thrift store or, or whatever it is we tell those lies. But those lies factor into what they, we're lying to ourselves because that's not what God is saying about us is what I'm trying to say. And, it, and it's really hard because I know that when I read scripture, right. I know he thinks I'm, I'm worthy, yes. I'm beautiful, I'm his, and and. In him, I am complete, but I don't know that women always read the scripture with the idea that in him, I am complete, meaning who who I am is enough. And so we go back to all those core values that we have. And really early on, early childhood teaching and training, what does it mean to be beautiful? What makes you beautiful? Um, You know, even the most well-intentioned statements can be misunderstood. And, and then you get into the teen years with the mean girls and we all have a mean girl story, right? I don't care if it's church camp, there are mean girl stories. And then those, those statements or thoughts or behaviors Mm -hmm. or attitudes towards us and like, okay, well that just confirms I am less than I'm, I'm not good enough to be part of your crowd. And, and, oh, what a mess it it all plays into. Well, we would hope by in our 20s, we're figuring it all out. But I think what's really important is the understanding we're not here today with the cure. Right. We're here with right. the conversation. Right. Yeah. Because I think until heaven, there yeah. is no right. cure. Uh, we just mature and grow and, you know, really try to uh, come to, to a way of redefining beautiful that helps us to accept I am aging or right. I, I am not a uh, cover girl, model look, whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, we all have those, we have those internal messages going on. And Ashton, in an earlier chat that we had, um, you used a term I loved, I wrote it down, modern beauty expectations. And so I wanted you to share as a, as the younger woman at the table today, what does that mean to you? And how does that guide your understanding of beauty? Yeah. So I feel like I am I am 25, almost 30 years younger than my mom. I don't know how much younger I am than you, but that's okay. (laughs) But, and I have a a sister who's four years younger than me. 
And then I know people who are even obviously younger than me. But we live in a generation that we're not just inundated with magazines or um, billboards or maybe even movies, but we have a phone that is screaming to us exactly. every single day, Loudly. trying to define yeah. us, trying to tell us what we should look like, who we should be, why we should be this way or how we should dress. And in reality, at the core of it, and I'm saying this as a business owner, its purpose in all of that is to sell you something. The modern beauty standards to me are unrealistic, unattainable expectations that are all forced to make you feel less than who God has called you to be, less than who he's created you to be, so that you buy their product. To make and them rich. To make yeah. them rich. <laughs> because they understand that I can point out that this girl, her eyebrows aren't as trendy as the eyebrows are supposed to be trendy right now, whatever that means. And I can tell her, oh, you can go to this studio and get this done to your eyebrows, or you can buy this product and your eyebrows can look like this. And suddenly now you're just as beautiful as the next most top model, which is something that I think older generations didn't struggle with as much. We saw models and, and movie stars and actresses in magazines or the newspaper, but it is every single post. There is yeah. somebody trying to sell you something by telling you you are less than. So as an apostolic woman, we have to learn how to distinguish when something is being sold to us and when something is just someone trying to share. And I think that's even hard in the business realm. I sell skincare, but my whole goal is to empower women to feel beautiful in who they are. Our tagline is unlock your, unlock, unlock your natural beauty. We want you to be able to be who God's called you to be. So instead of selling you a product because this is going to make you better, we want, you to, we want to empower you to take care of your skin in a certain way. But I think if you start to realize that modern beauty standards, it's all a facade. It's all a lie. Yeah. It's not a genuine, you buy this and you'll be beautiful. And you can realize that those people are just searching for something that's unattainable. Your whole view of yourself can change so, so much. And really yeah. beautiful young women who are beautiful. I've seen, you know, I've seen them myself. Now I'm not on social media much just because it's also it's probably better. Yeah, it's probably you know, best. I ask good counseling questions around it. Uh -huh. but I see beautiful apostolic young women and, you know, what I see on what they're posting mm -hmm. and who, what they really look like are very different. Know, very, very absolutely. different. Even in our apostolic community, absolutely. And I think that is so sad. Yeah. It's like, only yeah. half of the story. That you can't yeah. just feel like I am enough. Like you said, it's everything is designed to emphasize you are less than unless you have this product right. in yeah. hand. Right. Uh, so those modern beauty expectations and just bombarded by the right. message and I think that's why this topic of redefining beautiful is so important to women right, right now, because we are bombarded with the message that your commitment to physical external holiness, as well as internal holiness, but that commitment is, makes you less than. Yeah. And, and how are we going to really uh, move past that? If I'm his child... It should be his opinion that matters most. Absolutely. It should be. It should be. But, let, but let's just be honest at this not. table and, <laughs> and maybe all yeah. around whoever's listening, viewing, whatever. Right. It it I want his opinion to matter the right. most, right. but I can't really honestly say it's always true. You know, I also care about your opinion and exactly. I care about your opinion and I you know, I care that I make a good presentation on behalf of other women. And so 
it, it, this, it's just this balancing act of how do I present well because I am a godly apostolic woman and how do, how do I avoid getting caught up in the lies uh, that people want me to believe? So when the emphasis is on the external, we always lose because yeah, there's right. always going to be someone prettier, statement. someone mm-hmm. with more money, better that's dress, right. whatever. We always lose if that's what we look at. I love the reminder in 1 Peter 3, 3 and 4. So the New King James Version reads it like this. Do not let your adornment be merely outward. So there is this recognition like, okay, the outward matters, you know, but merely outward. There's so much more Mm -hmm. than that. Rather, let it be the hidden inner person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. And, and I know that we use that in holiness teaching in different ways, but I just want, I was just thinking about it related to this particular conversation today and that unfading beauty. So it's not merely the external, but there's this unfading beauty that comes from being who you are, that healthy who you are in the core of your being. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about getting it right with the right eyebrows and the right hairstyle. It's like, am I allowing God to do a healing, cleansing right. work in my yeah. spirit that from a healthy core being of knowing who I am in him, having confidence and security in who I am in him, and also continuing to mature and grow because that's important. Right. But because of that, I can be made complete in Christ. The problem that as we're talking in the study um, and comes up with all of us when we're sharing is we know we should not compare ourselves with others. Exactly. But we do. Yeah, we do. (laughs) I do. You know, I I train counselors in the field doing this kind of work. Like I know all the the right things we should be doing, saying, (laughs) not doing. And uh, on a good day, I'm able to, you know, do it right. But on a I'm tired. I'm not feeling well. Things didn't go right. I'm I'm right back at it again. So let's let's talk about that. How do we stop ourselves from comparing when we're in settings that make us feel insecure and full of self doubt? Whoever wants to take that one. Well, I think to your point, obviously we've all done that. We've all been there. All of us. All of us have, and and it is really hard when you're in that moment to pull those thoughts because those are thoughts that are coming at us. And if we can arrest those thoughts and say, that's not true. Yeah. But it, it, to your point, if we don't have that established in who we are as, as God's child, that's really hard to do. So we have to understand who we are. And when we feel inferior, I mean, as an older, as an older woman, maybe I, and, I'm not saying I never struggle with it, but I think I've learned to say, wait a second. I I can't let my brain go there. I have right. got to say, that's not true. That's not true. And and if I can share this story of about when I was younger at the post office, I remember it so vividly saying, um, man, I was waiting in line and I was just like, pulling on my clothes and and just thinking to myself, I look so frumpy. I look so awful. Oh, I'm I'm this, I'm that. And I was just rehearsing this in my brain. And I could see the post lady over there. She was fixing to check me out. And I thought, mm, she's thinking the same thing about me. <laughs> she's just thinking. I can read her mind. <laughs> I can read her mind. I know that she thinks, yeah, 
you're at one of those apostolics and you look frumpy today. Hmm. And when I stepped up to the counter before she even said, how can I help you today? I said, I know I look really frumpy today. And she was like, what? (laughs) What are you even talking about? (laughs) And in that moment, I was like, I felt number one, I felt so, so, so stupid because I had let my inside thoughts really come outside. And then I thought, yeah, this lady's not even thinking about me. And so when we start comparing my, ourselves to, I don't look like, I love Sister Miller's top today. Wow, I wish I looked like that. I wish I had that. You probably never even thought that. Like, oh, Dewana's not, I wish she'd have worn a top like that. We think more about ourselves than people think about us. Absolutely. We we talked about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we're so insecure. So I, I've let that aha moment. I might share with a friend, like, I, I don't feel good about myself today, but I have tried to be like, not everybody's thinking that that dress doesn't fit you. Not everybody's thinking, wow, she has a lot of gray hair. Not everybody's thinking that about me. So I have to arrest those thoughts. And I'm not sure if that answers the question that we're asking of how we compare ourselves, but it is a training of ourselves to say, I'm going to be okay in who God says I am, even when I'm not okay. And I think it's okay to admit that. We take that home. Well, I, I think having those moments that, that what you had in the post office, and that's a great reminder that, you know, what people really don't think yeah, about yeah, me as much as thinking, I, no, they're I'm not looking at me the way I look at me. And and the opposite, true, even you're thinking, oh, she's staring at me because I look frumpy. Yes. When she's actually thinking, oh, I love your hair. Yeah, I love your dress. Exactly. You know? And And the idea that we teach people how to treat us, you know, because I've looked at women and I, I love them. I admire them, but they're not mm-hmm. fashion model or, you know, mm-hmm. they're not worried about the having the right clothes or the right handbag or any of that, but they're, they're so loving and caring and, and they just walk into a room and yeah. everybody wants to be with them. And so it's that inner quality, all yeah. of that inner beauty yeah. is flowing out it of is. them and totally not relying on any externals, um, so one of one of the uh, most interesting uh, findings from the study is that when describing someone as beautiful, we use words that describe positive attributes, such mm-hmm. as you know their character traits, our abilities, our accomplishments, uh, personality, and it it can include the physical traits as well. So we describe a friend. She is full of life or she makes everyone feel valuable. Right. Or I love her personality, just kind of like we were talking about others. But when we describe ourselves, uh, often women will start with what they feel is wrong with them, the mm-hmm. negative physical appearance concerns that we see in ourselves. We're harder on ourselves. Yeah. Thoughts on that? We talked about this in a previous conversation, but like, a picture is taken with a group of friends and we look through the row of faces and we're like, wow, she looks so good. She looks so cute. And you get to hear you and you're like, oh, am I standing like that? Or like my guts out or like my, I shouldn't have done my hair that way. And everyone else is thinking the same thing about themselves, but you just looked over them and you thought they looked great. Yeah. Like you're, you are right. We are so hard on ourselves, but I like the idea that you don't have to feel a hundred percent secure all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to feel 100% 
like the most beautiful thing in the world sometimes because there are days when you don't. There are days where yeah. you feel like I want to wallow in my PJs <laughs> and not fix my hair and not brush my teeth because that's how I feel about and myself. So yes, yes. And, and so marriage really changes your mindset on that too. Like before you get married, you like, they never can see you without your hair fixed and blah, blah, blah. And then you get married and you realize it doesn't really matter. But it does matter, but you know what I mean. Um, but I think there, I've had to learn that Sometimes I can really just feel like my hair's a mess and I should have washed it and I didn't. And I have places to go today and I would rather just throw on a big hoodie and just leave and get what I have to get done. And no, I don't want anybody to look at me and I'll come home and I'll be fine. And I, I honestly don't feel the best. I don't feel like, wow, right. I'm God's gift to the planet today. But sometimes just getting up, putting your hair in a bun, whether that's slicking it back, whether that's putting a headband on, whatever you need to do, putting on a dress you know you like and you know you feel good in. Even if you don't feel the part, dressing the part will help you so much. Yeah. My mom always says that. So like sometimes you just need a nap, but sometimes you just need to get up and get dressed. Yeah. And you'll feel worlds worlds better. You're not going to feel any better if you stay in your sweatshirt with no deodorant and not brushing <laughs> your teeth. You're not going to feel any better You're about not. yourself. You're so not. that, yeah. Well, I want to say, I want to chime in on that. I think the times that I have done that, I've gotten dressed, I've... I, I haven't really felt great. I've had a lot of running to do. I will put on a dress, whatever, and somebody invariably will say, hey, they'll, a stranger yeah. will stop me and say, hey, oh, I really love that. You look so pretty today. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> You're like, are you for real? <laughs> well, thank you, Lord, because you knew I, yeah. can you follow me yeah. around the store? <laughs> I need a motivational like, speaker today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I, I, think it, I think a lot of it comes from, not what we actually feel because we know feelings yeah. lie to us all the time. Yeah, right. But kind of summing up what we've talked about is what we allow ourselves to yeah. believe. We, we've got to get rid of the lies. We've got to act on uh, what we know is the right thing to do, the right way to be and present, even when we don't feel like it. So we are running out of time for today. And I really appreciate both of you Thank being you. with me. Uh, so any last words, thoughts, comments you want to share before we transition? Um, I wanted to give all of the listeners a discount code for Ash and Stone Skincare. Yes. Um, if you go to www.ashandstoneskincare.com and at checkout, put in the code Let's Talk 15, you'll get 15% off on your order. Thank you. And I love your products, by the way. I just yes. have been introduced to them. Yay, I'm yay. excited Good. about using them. You're going to be hooked. Thank you, for, <laughs> thank you for gifting. Uh, a, sharing that gift yeah, and that'll absolutely. also be in the article and reflections magazine and you'll see that again in the uh, notes section the link will be there and i want to thank you all of our viewers listeners for joining us today and i hope you already subscribe to reflections <laughs> magazine but if not please do go subscribe and remember check out the notes section we're trying to have some great resources for you Make sure that you like, love, comment, share, subscribe to our channel and do it now while you're thinking about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Don't wait. Thank you so much. And join us next month. We're going to still be talking about this topic, but uh, in the next uh, episode, we're going to be talking about holistic health and skincare. So until next time, God bless.